0: Well, hey, everyone. We are back, and we are here with Tony. How are you, Tony?
1: I'm doing great, Shelly. Thanks for having me. Well,
0: thanks for joining us. Okay, so I have been looking forward to this show all day. And the reason is, is I'm an athlete, and I love running, and I love doing different things. And as you know, I'm also a podiatrist. Yes. Uh, sports injuries are something that I have incurred myself, but I've also treated. So you treat sports injuries on a regular basis, don't you? I do, yes? quite
1: often. Unfortunately, uh, because in the state of Florida, given the seasonal weather a lot of sports a lot of weekend warriors a lot of injuries
0: yes okay weekend warriors that's a term that maybe some of our viewers out there don't know and i know what that means can you explain to viewers what that means
1: well i think the best explanation i can offer for that is there are people who are specifically um, for their careers performing sporting activities on a regular basis whereas we have some who are working during the week and maybe they take on uh, sports during the weekend as part of a recreational and leisure activity like tennis mm-hmm. or golf and oftentimes um, for those reasons injuries are probably happening at a greater rate because maybe they're not in the conditioning that they should be well that
0: actually that. brings up a really great point is sports injuries a lot of times don't have to happen do they they can be prevented so yes, they can. as a physical therapist talking about sports injuries. How how can we prevent them? What are some steps we can take to prevent sports injuries?
1: Well, ideally, um, having ideal uh, flexibility, mobility, strength of joints and all joints that are related to the activity that you're performing is crucial. Um, Oftentimes, when we don't have pain, we don't address or think we have an issue. So we think we're fine, ready to go. We don't do much stretching. Stretching is such a bad thing for most people. They're just not uh, doing that at the regular intervals that they should. So someone has a lack of flexibility, maybe they don't have ample strength, they may have some issues that developed prior, um, and they're just not in the shape to perform the and injuries occur as a result.
0: And stretching, and I know that there is a correct way to stretch and there's an incorrect way to stretch, and uh, I can only imagine, how many people do you see come in with a sports injury that have been stretching but just the wrong way
1: it's um, amazing how often we see patients come in and describe to me and demonstrate to me well here's the stretching that I've been doing right and uh, aside from shaking my head watching them doing it I'm actually um, and quickly instructing them on in the proper way to stretch because stretching while it's beneficial if it's done the wrong way or- can actually cause more harm.
0: Is that right? Yes. Okay. Can you give an example maybe of that? For,
1: s- for instance, if a tennis player um, is going to stretch their calf muscles. Yes. Okay, a muscle that's very much involved in playing tennis. If they are um, stretching whereas their body positioning is incorrect or they're stretching the muscle to a level where they actually are feeling pain, mm-hmm. those instances can create um, injury to the muscle, to the tendons, and actually stress, abnormal stress on other joints that should not be involved in the stretch. Right. And therefore injuries are the result.
0: I understand. So, and I, I'm, in, in podiatry, I'll be honest with you, one of the most common athletic injuries that I have seen are ankle sprains. But I am curious from a physical therapy standpoint, because you treat the entire body, what do you see most commonly?
1: In physical therapy, uh, as far as sports related injuries, yes, uh, definitely ankle sprains um pulled hamstrings um back pain those are very common Mm. lower body especially yes yeah
0: i can only imagine and i'm sure you have success stories of and i'm i honestly i'm a i don't know if all physicians are like this but i am a firm believer as you know in physical therapy especially after surgery you know sports injuries that type of thing do you have any success stories that you can share with us
1: well fortunately yes oh good um and the success, success stories come usually as a result of people who have thought they can treat their own injuries, treat their pain. And they've done their own thing at home and often come to me and say, I've had this for a long time. And those are the patients I love best because I feel like I can make a great difference in their recovery. Right. And more quickly than they would on their own. So um, we often address the um, the dysfunction and the underlying dysfunction that is the reason why they still have their pain. And it's the ideal physical therapy is getting to the source of the problem, getting the best treatment to resolve it, and getting to the outcomes that they would hoped to have gotten to on their own much faster. Um, So whether it involves stretching activities, uh, strengthening exercises, I'm a very hands-on therapist. Uh, Hands-on techniques to restore joint mechanics, mobility, flexibility is the key. And so I've had many patients who have come with stubborn pains that just didn't go away, and I was able to help them recover fully and return to their sport, which they love to do.
0: That's that's incredible, and I like what you just said because, honestly, I will tell you, having been doing it for, for years, is what you just said, treating the root of the problem extremely important it's one thing to decrease inflammation but if you're not treating the mechanics or you know the the tight muscles the tight tendons and ligaments then that injury is going to reoccur am I wrong
1: absolutely right Um, as you had said to reiterate if you're treating the symptoms their symptoms are there for a reason there's an underlying problem if you don't determine the source of that underlying problem and you treat as you said like a band-aid just treating the symptoms they feel great but those improvements are temporary. The dysfunction still lays there. They may think um, wrongly that because I feel well, I can return to mm-hmm. sport. True. That dysfunction's still there, they return too soon, they have recurring, reoccurring injury and exa- exacerbation or even something even worse. Yes. So that is exactly true.
0: That's and that's right. the
1: reason why we've had success stories because we addressed it in that way.
0: And you and I have talked about, you know, you're, you're based out of Wellington, Florida. That's correct and your practice from talking to you is a bit different than other physical therapy places that I have encountered. Can you explain how?
1: Well, I'm proud to say that we're unique in the sense that, um, unlike most physical therapy offices and clinics, we do have private rooms for each of our patients that come in to see us. Um, Each therapist treats one patient at a time. Uh, in those private rooms. May
0: I interrupt you? Sure, no. Of course. I like what you just said. Yeah. Each therapist treats
1: one patient at a time.
0: So you are actually going to see a therapist one on one.
1: Yes, in fact, if we are, we are not treating the next patient until we're done with the prior. So um, all our attention on a one to one, you know, uh, in room, me okay. and them, half yes. hour plus, just spending time with them and we can focus and improve the quality of the outcomes much quicker, I believe, because we're not dealing with two or three patients all at one time, which often is the case.
0: What is, and I'm not sure how you'll respond to this, but kindness and compassion in healthcare, and I have been there, been in doctor's offices where that was absent. Why is it absent in today's day and age? Do you know?
1: In my opinion and experience over the years, uh, first, I've always found it somewhat mind-boggling that kindness and compassion can't coexist with success, whether it be financially or right, you know, sure, the number yes. of clinics you have. I mean, they can coexist. Right. Um, unfortunately, as you said, oftentimes we don't see that, all the way from the front office to the practitioner. Right. Um, now, why is that? That's a great question because I like to think that in our office, you're not going to see anything but happiness, kindness, the staff is, you know, everybody's having a great time, and the patients are getting better mm-hmm. and it just doesn't have that feel of coldness and medical
0: right, feeling. Right.
1: So I think possible reasons, I think that um, if they're, if let's say in therapy anyway, sure. if the therapist is seeing multiple patients at one time, they are stressed, the, the therapist themselves is in a stressful situation. And
0: hurried, yes.
1: Hurried, they're uh, required to see these many people to improve uh, revenue and reimbursement mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the bottom line, but that compromises patient care. So the patients may not be happy and that's also another stressful because now the therapist is dealing with patients that are unhappy right. or not improving. Yes. Um, the staff may be inundated with a level of workload
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is beyond their capacity to be able to do and still keep a smile in their face. Right. And it also depends on the hiring practices. I think each individual you know, who you hire uh, makes a big difference. And so sometimes they may not be vetting these people quite enough.
0: That's true, that is very true. It's actually a snowball effect, isn't it? Because you, you mentioned that, and it's so true, say that therapist is stressed to see patient after patient after patient very quickly. They're stressed, that stress is translated to the patient who is probably, quite frankly, already stressed to begin with because they have an injury. <laughs>
1: uh, they're in pain. And exactly,
0: and they're in pain and what does that do you have cortisol in your body and uh, what does that does do your healing potential
1: well it certainly slows it down yes uh, it doesn't, definitely has a deleterious effect on the progress of the treatment so now the patient is frustrated that maybe they're not improving as they should uh, the therapist is frustrated um and i think it's the the sense of irritability that one may have is also contagious i true. mean if you're Very with true. someone that's yes. irritable yes. and you're not a compassionate person that patient is very smart. They'll pick up on that and it just, like you said, snowball effect. It just gets worse.
0: And there has to be a degree, and I know this because of uh, um, patient-doctor relationship, there has to be that feeling of trust and feeling of that you're on the same side for them to get better. Because I can only imagine a physical therapist, if they're asking somebody to stretch a certain way, but doing it in an irritable manner, they're less likely to be compliant with...
1: Sure. I mean, if. If in addition to doing something that the patient is responding painfully, yes. you have a therapist who's performing this particular task on the patient that has a demeanor that seems very you know, un- unempathetic. Sure, or, yes. I mean, you put the two together and you want the patient to relax while it's happening. Yes. You're just not getting, you're not going to get the outcome you're looking for. And I don't think the patient, the patient wants to be in a um, comfortable environment where they feel like they're getting quality care and attention.
0: Sure, yes. That
1: in and of itself, besides the treatment, could be sufficient to feel more at ease, more comfortable, less pain. Right. But um, I I think that is lacking a lot in a lot of practitioners, unfortunately.
0: I am curious. You know, a lot, I'm always interested in stories and, and how people get to where they are. What? you into physical therapy
1: well it would be a great story if i could say when i was 10 years old i had physical therapy and it was a great success but, but, I but i don't but i don't have that story i'm sorry in fact my uh initial way of responding to that is well i didn't get accepted to med school so i needed a, a second choice and ironically um it was as simple as looking through the course book at the university i was hoping to go to and i said i never heard of physical therapy i never and it was it talked about working with patients right making them better yes and that was always my drive wherever right. i went into the health field and i said you know let me let me try this out and the rest is history i, mean, I fell in love with it i think uh, as, as cliche as this may sound i do feel like i was meant to be a physical therapist um, just because i just enjoy really helping people right i mean if there was a way to live um, on just making people get better and happy and being rewarded that way than I could. Right. Um, so it's a very fulfilling profession. For I love me.
0: that. I love that. And that's what patients are really looking for, too.
1: Well, I think I believe they sense that. I get yes. the feedback from it. I mean, um, I always tell doctors who I'm hoping will eventually refer to me, I uh, said, I can sit here and tell you, like the other nine therapists, that I'm the greatest. But the only way to know is to send them to me and, and have them feedback, give them feedback and say, "What was your experience like?" Right. And I always tell them I said, "Send me the most difficult, send me the most challenging." Just because I think I, I'm able to make a difference that at least, if they're not all the way better, they can be much better than they are
0: right absolutely absolutely well this has been an enlightening experience i mean i knew a lot about physical therapy before but i really love the way you practice so for viewers out there that are listening and they're intrigued by our conversation is there and maybe they're athletes and they want to know you know what if the next injury or i have an injury what what should i be doing what tips can you leave me with
1: well certainly if you're the kind of person that you're doing everything you can to prevent an injury unfortunately Uh, sometimes some injuries are unavoidable so you have an injury you're on a tennis court, sprained ankle, what do I do? Well certainly if you know you feel like you can uh, get up from the injury and walk from it um, it's important to ice to elevate, rest, Um, depending on the severity of the injury and whether or not you feel um, severely unable to function then it may be severe enough that you go to emergency room or walk-in clinic if you can't get to your own physician um, to get the necessary images and things like that, just to rule out any major injuries that require either bracing surgery, things like that. So let's just assume it's something more minor, you're kind of managing yourself, definitely icing it. Um, Minor injuries oftentimes can take anywhere from three to seven days with the ice and Mm -hmm. elevation to resolve itself. However, if something were to persist beyond that, um, aside from, of course, contacting a physician, I like to think that I'm available as well as a physical therapist, where someone can call our office and say I'm having these issues from an injury, uh, they can come in and I can do a comprehensive evaluation and determine, first of all, is therapy right for them now? Right. If not, here's who you should see, and I can recommend right. you know, either a specialist or maybe back to the ER or if it's something that i believe that i can address safely right now i can begin treating them okay so i do not need a prescription from a physician for them to come see me i can be a um an initial step for triage kind of to determine the best course of treatment for them
0: that's perfect that's perfect so for viewers out there they want to get a hold of you say they're saying or they have a question for you how would they find you
1: well uh there are multiple ways Uh, of course calling our office yes and um That information is readily available on our uh, Facebook page. You know what, Tony? We're going to
0: pop it right up here for viewers to see. Okay. So so. so
1: definitely our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, um, we do have a page on Instagram. Uh, You can, of course, Google our uh, business. It will give you all the information as far as the uh, phone numbers and address. Okay. And email address as well.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, on behalf of the entire Plum Talk team, this has really been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. It's been
1: all mine. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.